Welcome to Scale with Virtual Assistants, where we explore how to get support from virtual assistants so that you can grow your business and have a life. Welcome, everyone. Today, I'm speaking to Jessica McPherson. She runs a, a consultancy called Blaze Your Trail. Um, they provide services in fundraising and technical, and they're a social enterprise. Now, Jessica, I've heard the word social enterprise, but what does it really mean? <laughs> thanks for asking, and thanks for having me on the podcast, Carmen. A social enterprise is um, an organisation that has purposes at its core, um, and, and possibly the most, um, the best understood social enterprise would be the op shop. So, as you know, most op shops are run by the salvos, the venues, et cetera. So, that the businesses that make a profit, but 100% of their profits go back to the, to the charity that, that runs them, um, to help deliver programs. So, when people are shopping, um, at any of those op shops that are associated with a social service, they know that that you know it's guilt free shopping, right? <laughs> I love op shopping because <laughs> I because I know that you know all the money that I spend, I'm saving something from landfill, but I know that all of the cash is going to go back. Well, all of the profits are going to go back to the cause, um, yeah. and so that's a really well um, known model of social enterprise. But there are others. Um, and the, the, the type of social enterprise that Blazer Trail is, is all around training and work experience and, and supporting marginalized people into the workforce. So we focus on migrants and helping them get their first job in Australia. Mm. So we help them get practical work experience, volunteering on charity projects. So we support more than 20 small charities on a pro bono basis. Um, and, and generally within three to six months of, of volunteering with us, uh, people are able to um, perform really well in job interviews. They're also able to actually get their resume to the top of the pile because they've, but the, the key thing that they're missing is local work experience. And anybody who has moved to Australia from abroad knows how, how hard it is to get a job here no matter how skilled you are no matter how many university qualifications you've got you really have to kind of start over so it's a it's a real win-win for the job seeker but also for the charity that's getting skilled support they they wouldn't be able to afford otherwise that's amazing I love your vision Jessica that's just so cool um so you you've been working with Annie now for over a year as so any your yeah. Um, yes, yeah. I'd love you for you to cast your mind back to, you know, when you sure. were, you know, considering starting working with a virtual assistant, where was your business at then when you made the decision to go, yeah, I think think I need some support? Well, it's quite a funny story, Carmen, because you were uh, I, I felt like you were stalking me on LinkedIn because your your LinkedIn game is really, really strong. And and whenever I felt a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit worried about how it's gonna <laughs> get everything done that I had on my to-do list one of your you know one of your very helpful LinkedIn posts would come up and I'd be like yeah and, and you wore me down like we're talking we're talking a good six months or something um but you know I was doing a lot of tasks that required a human touch right they it couldn't be or it wasn't it couldn't possibly automate it like I work in the world of technology I automate business processes all the time but the the work that was very time consuming 
was was actually dealing with job seekers who were interested in coming into the work experience program and they generally had all the same questions over and over again and no matter how many FAQs I had on my website and no matter how many sort of canned responses I had it was just administratively really getting boring and what it was doing is it was really sucking my energy and my um you know, it's just I didn't want to be doing it, right? And I, I found myself feeling bad because I was a bit snappy in my tone maybe. <laughs> and people can get quite creative, right? People would be stalking me on LinkedIn. They'd be sending me messages on WhatsApp and things. I, I, and I was just feeling overwhelmed because running the, the, the work experience program is an important part of the social enterprise. But the, 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 that work experience program is free to the job seeker. Yes. So in order to provide that, service for free I also have to make a living which is the consultancy side of the business and and I was just feeling like I wasn't following up on my leads fast enough I wasn't following up on my opportunities and the whole consulting side of the business was suffering because of what was happening in the in the work experience side so you know I I finally like really read a copy that you'd written one of these LinkedIn posts, right? And and it was, you know, I wouldn't call it a novel, but it was certainly a novella. Um, and and it just made me realize that I was doing a lot of things that I could I could get support with, mm-hmm. and and I wanted somebody who could be empathetic. Yeah. Um, and and what I realized with Annie, you know, when when I interviewed virtual assistants, is that you know I I I would be able to have someone who could represent me with a very you know, with empathy and and with kindness, and also most of the people who are who are applying to to join our work experience program are indeed migrants. Yes. Um, and Annie, you know, has an accent because she lives in the Philippines, right? So, so I thought, well, well, maybe that would be kind of a softer landing, right? So, um, and there's there's a very high bar to join the program. There's a we, we ask people to complete a forty module trail mix on Trailhead. We ask them to build a personal site. There's a lot of back and forth. People don't get it right the first time round. They've got lots of questions. And um, Annie Annie started really really just purely as my EA, but very very quickly took over managing the entire volunteer program up to the point of first interview so there's a lot of back and forward up to the the point of interview every every job seeker goes through a 15 minute interview with me in person before they they join the team we're supporting 120 job seekers at the moment i mean annie supports me with with all of that plus uh other things that she does which are amazing is she prepares meeting meeting notes for me right so when a prospective client books me using the Calendly link on my website or I, I have a personal introduction. A lot of my work comes by way of personal introduction. Annie does all of the research on the charity that they work for and she prepares meeting notes for me with bullet points and a, and a checklist. Um, so I, I, I really, you know, she gets me ready for the meeting. She regularly comes into meetings and takes note for me. She just takes the most amazing minutes or meeting notes and I've taught her how I like to have like a checklist of action points at the end of all of the meeting notes. And she just really keeps me organized. Um, 
so she's been absolute gold. And the other thing that I love about Annie, of course, is that she's very interested. She's she's using Salesforce. We use Salesforce ourselves. She uses it every day to manage all of this work. But she's in her own time learning to be a Salesforce administrator. She's already got her associate certification and she's studying towards her administrator cert. And and I just think she's got such a bright future um, as a Salesforce admin or developer or consultant. And and I hope that I can retain her and that she you know she'll become part of the team. And then we we backfill her admin role with a with a new VA. That's that's what I hope will happen over the next twelve months. Yeah, that's amazing. So it sounds like Annie supports you in both the charity side. Um, yeah, she's hugely administrative, like a huge administrative requirement, and also yeah. in the con- consultancy side as well. Yeah, yeah, she does. She's she's all over everything, and she's she doesn't just support me. She supports the entire team. So I've got ten staff, and if they ever need support, I mean, the stuff that she can do is she's super smart, right? So um, often we're doing duplicate management, for example. So our customers have got a database and there's there's a whole lot of records that are double ups, but there's yes. slightly different nuances, right? So you've got to look at the both records side by side and you're, you've got to, like, first of all, work out if it is indeed the same Carmen Williams because, you know, there's a few Carmen's Williamses in the world. So, so that kind of stuff... Um, you know, ultimately, you could use technology, right? You could you could write a script that says the most recently modified record is the most accurate record. Mm. Da, da, da. But that's not actually what we need to do. We need to go and find that person on LinkedIn, yeah. scroll through their work experience. And in our sector, confusingly, people work for a lot of different organizations that wear a lot of different hats. Consultants will have multiple clients. Um, you know, an individual might be the CEO of one charity, but they might be on the board of another. Yes. So it's not a zero sum. Like it's not, it's you know, it's it's not one one person, one business. There's a lot of there's a lot of nuance, and um, Annie's very very good at going through that. She she just completed a task for me where she went through six and a half thousand contacts. It took her about three weeks wow. on top of everything else she was doing. Yeah. But she she went through. She found a LinkedIn profile for at least a third of them, um, and and she was able to update who they're working for now. Um, you know, the website for the company they're working for now, the landline and the address for the company they're working for now. It's just incredible what she's um, able to achieve. She's very, very fast. Detective Annie, I love that. And so well, you- actually, my biggest, my biggest problem with Annie is having enough work for her to do, right? <laughs> so I think it's important for your listeners to understand that she started out half time. So she was doing four hours or slightly less than four hours a day for me for the first six months. And then then as she, you know, grew into the role and became more confident, that's when I I upped yeah. her hours. Mm. Yeah. And and I think, you know, like you said, you know, there's so much efficiency and so much honesty there to go, hey Jessica, um you you got some more work for me? <laughs> you know, oh, all the time. Day. All the time. Yeah. Give me some work, people. <laughs> <laughs> And 
Oh, like, I just love this story. Um, you know, you've got the social enterprise, you know, the charity side of it and mm. the consultancy side of it. Like, my mind's just blown because I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, running one business and you're effectively running two. Like, the charity's just not, you know, making profit. That That's yeah. huge. And so, so you've got a team of 10 and you've got Annie supporting you. Um, yeah. So in the last year or so since Annie's been on board, you know, what impact has having her support had on your business? Oh, well, I wouldn't have been able to grow the business at all. I wouldn't be able to have a team this size. Uh, we had half the staff when she first joined us. Um, and, yeah, I think I'm I'm doing more pro bono advice, I would call it. So the time that I've, I've been freed up from, from the, the admin means that I can have more, more chats with people. Um, I remember when I first started St Kilda Mums, I remember some people being incredibly generous with me, incredibly generous with their time. And I had some, sometimes I'd have some big picture questions and sometimes I'd just have small kind of technical, tactical or technical questions. And if a, if a, an experienced CEO from a larger charity would just give me 20 minutes of their time and tell me what they recommended yes. what what their what their recommendation was that would often make a huge difference and save me so much time right so I now want to give back and I want to be that same kind of person for for another charity CEO and I do spend a lot of time not just speaking to other CEOs but but talking to board members as well and founders people who are just starting out on their on their impact journey and um and and actually, you know, now that I'm, um, you know, firmly middle-aged, I spend a lot of time advising people who've spent their working life in the for-profit sector yes. who have decided that they want to get into the for-purpose sector and they don't know where to start. Yeah. So if there's any listeners on this call here who are interested in, in, you know, doing more work for good, it might not mean, it might not mean trying to get a job in, in the non-profit sector, but it might be you know, are curious about what being a um, a board member for a charity is like, or you know how, or, or maybe just skill volunteering. Like they want to they want to give back and they want to find the right job to fit their skills. And I'm always really happy to pe- talk to people about that because, you know, we we as a sector, we employ ten percent of Australians. Like one in ten Australia works in 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 non profit, but GDP is only three percent. So it gives you an idea right of you know what of, of what the sector does because when you think about it like a lot of a lot of hospitals a lot of disability services and social services and all of that stuff mm. are run by charities as they should be um because as we've seen with the recent um royal commission into disability services yes people with disabilities have really suffered as more for-profit players have moved into the market mm. and um you know, I, I feel very strongly that they shouldn't actually be allowed to be in the market if that, you know, I, I honestly think that you shouldn't, like aged care and child care and disability services shouldn't be run for profit. That's just nuts, right? So anyway, I think I've probably gone a little bit off topic. <laughs> I I know you're really passionate, but what I'm hearing is like a lot of people, they say, you know, when they get a virtual assistant, it frees them up to like either go on more holidays or be more creative in their business. Um, But it sounds like your focus has really been to give back even more than what you're doing. Yeah. 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 
It's amazing. Right. And so I know you've got a really good relationship with Annie. So would, would yes. you um, be able to share with us how you communicate with Annie day to day, yeah. week to week? Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. Annie uh, and I hardly ever talk, hmm. but we are in constant communication. Yes. And so what does that look like? Well, it's Slack, right? So um, if you've got listeners here who are not using Slack, I can highly recommend it. It's a communication tool. Um, Annie is involved in, she's on every channel for every project we have in supporting the whole team with all their individual projects. Um, but she and I communicate a lot um, on Slack. And I've got complete visibility of what she's doing. She's got complete visibility of what I'm doing. Um, you know, like it, like any fantastic assistant, you know, she's always kind of one step ahead of me. She's checking my calendar, seeing what meetings I've got coming up, you know, making sure she's got the notes ready to go, um, which is fantastic. And I actually think, you know, culturally, it's, it, this is going to sound weird, but, um, I, I, I think we have a lot in common culturally. Yeah. Which, um, is something I've never probably talked to her about. I've never been to the Philippines um, and I I don't know why I feel like I've got this this real affinity with her, but I do. And, and, you know, I think like any employer, if you've got an employee who constantly delivers over your expectation, mm-hmm. who comes to you with solutions, like she's constantly, and she got me onto Loom. I had no idea what Loom was before I met Annie. Like if you've got somebody who's just providing that much value to your business, yeah. you just... You just trust them, right? You just love them. You just trust them and you want more of them and you want to support them more and, and you want to promote them and, you know, it's just, it's great. Yeah. I feel and, very and close to her. The, mm. the culture thing is something that comes up sometimes for people are like, oh, what about the cultural differences? And I'm like, yeah, you might be able to find trends in the cultural differences, but they're people. Like you get to know yeah. them as a person and then, then the culture almost differences disappear. That's what, that's what we found. Yes, exactly. Well, I mean, anybody who's who's travelled overseas, you know that um, people are the same the world over, really, right? If you've enjoyed somebody's hospitality, if you've, you know, spent a night out at a pub, uh, you know, in, in, in another part of the world where the language is different, it doesn't really take very long to kind of, you know, find stuff in common with people. And I think, you know, for me with Annie... Um, She's a young mum. We've got, you know, we talk a lot about her kid. You know, there's, there's, we can find a lot of things in common, and and I'm just very, um, I'm, I'm very excited to be working with somebody who is in a developing country because, um, you know, the helping, helping develop those skills in those countries is going to be what you know lifts the Philippines up to be. An Asian tiger country to to rival its neighbours, right? Like we've seen so many of those those economies grow really rapidly in the last fifty years, and and they've got one resource that we all need, and that's great talent. So yeah, we're very lucky. Mm. Sure. And um, Jessica, what have you learned about yourself in this process working with? Well, Annie? I've I've really learned to delegate and and um, and trust and I think also you know one of the really important things is that 
we we often reluctant to delegate because we think that nobody could ever possibly do it as well as we do, right? But um, the fact is, is that not only will they do it better, but they'll document, right? And so suddenly you've got policies and procedures, and and you've got methodologies, and 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 like I say, new tools. Like Annie's introduced me to new tools. Um, she's also a whiz on Canva, which is really handy, um, and yeah. um, and I think. As, as somebody who is growing a consultancy business, I mean, I employ consultants who I trust to deliver projects. Like, of, of course, I need to be able to, to work with an executive assistant to support me in the business development side of, of what we do. But, you know, really importantly, she single-handedly manages the volunteer um, onboarding process and 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 is constantly improving the volunteering onboarding process and I think that you know by the time people interview with me they're very excited right they've, they've had lots of really positive interactions with Annie and then they have the interview with me and it's like you know this is this is this is great you know I'm finally getting into the program so I, I think it's made the the experience much better for the job seeker as well beautiful um and I I know that you know Annie's yeah. amazing. Um, well, it takes two to tango, so you must have done a lot of things right to to get it to where where it is at the moment. What do you think your secret to success is? Oh gosh, that's a hard question, Carmen. <laughs> question without notice. <laughs> I think um, I think to to be successful in anything, you have to have a goal, right? You have to have the the problem that you're trying to solve. Um, and for me, the, the problem is the fact that charities find it really hard to get good advice. Uh, they find it really hard to hire the right people for the right roles. And they find it really hard to, um, they find it really, they find technology really hard. They find change hard. They find systems hard. And, and the, the, the problem with technology projects is that they're really, really expensive and technology changes rapidly and, you know, you're always having to learn a new thing and, 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 right? Um, but nonprofits have got the same obligation as any other business to keep donor data safe and, you know, prevent cybersecurity incidences and, and everything else, right? So so they're, they're expected to do more with less. That's just That's just what they're expected to do. And so I really want to level the playing field. That's what yes. this business is about, is, is making sure that any charity employee or leader can get the advice and the support that they need. And to that end, we offer three hours a week of what we call Ask Us Anything, so three 45-minute sessions, actually, technically. We do on Tuesday and Thursdays. And anyone can jump in. You don't have to be one of our customers. You can Anybody can come in with a question. And yeah. that is... That is because I remember what it was like to be the CEO and all I wanted was, you know, one pickless value added to one field on for one, you know, type of mm. information in Salesforce and I didn't know how to do it. And every time I tried to engage a, a partner, a consultant, you know, somebody to help me, they would start talking these huge numbers, right, and I thought, it's God, it's that simple. It's got to be simpler. It's got to be easier. Mind you, I started working on the Salesforce platform 10 years ago before Trailhead existed. So it, it was much harder to get information back then. It's easier yeah. now. But um, 
you know, my goal is to give charities the tools that, that they need to be able to be really effective in delivering their missions. And I am not interested in, you know, I, I'm really not interested in <laughs> for-profit businesses, particularly ones that, um, you know, run aged care and childcare. We've spoken about that before. I'm also not really interested in businesses that sell violent video games to our children, right? I'm interested in, in supporting talent and leadership in the organisations that are actually doing something about climate change or actually doing something about homelessness or actually doing something about, you know, supporting people with their mental health, right? I'm, that's all I'm interested in doing. So my clients are for, uh, are for purpose organisations, the pro bono projects are for the, for the smallest charities around. Um, and I'm hoping that all of the people who go through the Blaze Your Trail Work Experience Program end up working in the sector because we need more talent in the sector so that we can amplify our impact and really start to make a difference in the world. So to answer your question, I've got a very, very clear goal about what I'm trying to achieve and that makes work easy. It makes all decisions easy, right? You're always comparing yeah. your decision to, does that serve the end goal? And if it does, let's do it. Yeah, I just love your passion. So, Jessica, if um, to the business owners or even yeah. the charities out there who are thinking about getting a virtual assistant, what would be your I would say to talk them? to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say find the right partner, you know, to support you because it, it, it's you. It's it's the reason why the the placement with Annie was was so successful was because of the the vetting that you had done you actually your organization presented me with three candidates i interviewed three candidates the other thing that was really really helpful was the um was priya i i can't remember what her 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 job title is but well, well um, we call her the ah, client. Ah, there you go. There you go. So <laughs> I had some really fantastic, like I had a fantastic onboarding experience that, that gave me a lot of confidence. And, 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 and she knew when she could pull back, but she was there in the beginning just to make sure things ran smoothly. And, and yeah, so I would say find the right partner to engage the, the virtual assistant for you to help you find the candidates and put together a shortlist, et cetera. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's it's not a huge it's not a huge outlay, and and it's really month by month. I can't remember what contract I signed with you. In fact, I don't even know that I did sign a contract to you. I think I just, in writing, agreed we would start out on half time, and and you and you would invoice me monthly, and we just see how it goes, right? So, if you're if you're considering it, but you're not sure, just try it. Like try it out, and mm. and I can guarantee you that it will make life uh, easier. Uh, you'll feel happier in your work, <laughs> um, and and you, it will allow your business to grow. Beautiful. And so, Jessica, you know, you mentioned before if there's any. Uh, charities out there who think that you might need to, um, you might be able to support them, or maybe even. Um, people who are listening who know mm. someone who's just moved from overseas who you know might want support to get some yeah. work experience um, how can what's the best way for people so to I have you? a website blazeyourtrail.org um, and 
you can you can read all about the work experience program there and and fill in the application form if you want to join in that capacity. Um, and you can also find out about our services, read case studies. Uh, we also publish a lot of how-to guides, um, which anybody can follow to the, on, on all sorts of different subjects. So we try and publish our solutions publicly so that people can yes. build things for themselves. Um, and uh, what else have we got in there? Case studies. Oh, and we also have volunteer profiles of some of the successful candidates that have gone through the program. So there's a heap of information. You can you can contact us through the website. There's um, on the homepage. I believe on the homepage, you can even book an appointment with me, a 30-minute consult with me. So, yeah, the website's got a lot of resources there. Mm. Yeah, awesome. So, Jessica, it's been a joy speaking to you today. I love your passion. Uh, You know, like you said, you're a woman on a mission. Yeah, you're making such an impact and, you know, that's just increasing day by day. Um, Do you have any final words before we finish up? I don't don't think I do. I'd just like to say thank you, Carmen. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you for introducing me to Annie. Thank you for the service that you provide. Um, And... um, and and to anyone who's listening, if you're if you're VA curious, you should definitely <laughs> give it a go. Uh, well, that's a snippet <laughs> if I've heard one. So thank you very much, um, Jessica. I really appreciate you thank being you. on today.